Welcome to Maximal Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. And and you know, and speaking of that, and thinking of summer, speaking of another myth, right? Because now I'm thinking of the reverse, where everyone talks about cutting season, right? Summer, super sexy summer body, right? And yeah. uh, I always notice a ton of cardio going on right yeah. around spring before everyone's working yes. on their summer bodies, right? So this is the myth that I think we've discussed plenty of times before. But since we're talking about myths, let's talk about why. Everyone thinks just doing a ton of cardio is going to burn fat or give you like a six pack beach body. Like, yes. What is that? I think, yeah, I think people think that way because they've been told to think that way mostly. Mm -hmm. And maybe because as a secondary that they sweat a lot when they do that. But Mm -hmm. I can tell you, Jackie P, that some people are not meant to do a lot of cardio, me being one of them, right? Yes, I'm raising my hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Those I, people. I am some people. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. done it, right? I've done it. I've subscribed to that. I've done a lot of running for a long time, eight miles every other day. That was the sickest that I've ever been in my entire mm. life. Um, did, you know, did, did I have maybe a lower fat percentage? I don't know. Maybe, but was I healthy? Definitely not. My lipid, my cholesterol numbers were awful. My inflammatory markers were crazy. I got all sorts of like joint issues from repetitive, you know, injury, repetitive movement injury. And so for me personally, genetically, I know that the mocks, like we have genes that say we should lift stuff, right? I actually have adenosine monophosphate kinase genes that say we're good at power output right? Hmm. And so you need to look at you as an individual and what you do best with. And if you don't have money for fancy genetic testing, you probably can just intuitively know what you're good at and what you're not good at. You know, some people are just good at playing soccer, right? Mm -hmm. So why not do soccer as your exercise? You don't have to be a gym rat. Yeah. And yeah. And you use a very long word. So we're going to have to back up a little bit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Layman card on the field. Yeah, layman. Real <laughs> quick. Uh, yeah. Is there a shorter, like, is there like a, an abbreviation for that? AMPK. A- a- um, AMPK. Okay. Yeah. So it's like your your body's ability to quickly use that ATP energy. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And so the the mocks we have this gene where we're able to take that ATP and quickly utilize it in our muscle cells for out power output. We gotcha. can move, force over distance that that's what we can gotcha do. that's yeah. probably so you probably have like a lot of that in your calf muscles just like <laughs> that's stored right. in there ready for action <laughs> like, exactly. do we need to leap up two flights doc because yeah. we're ready <laughs> it's like in a cartoon when the road runners like running so fast is like yeah. legs going around yeah, just like big circles yeah exactly yeah, exactly that <laughs> nice and, you know and now we're on this track and these these myths just keep popping to my head because you know, there's just, I, I see in the gym and I hear about it a lot. I'm a listener. Yeah. I'm an observer. Uh, yeah. 
let's talk about the more is better myth, right? Like it mm. got to work out. You know, I saw this guy. I mean, to yeah. his credit, he was shredded. <laughs> okay, like this yeah. guy was cut up like a julienne salad. The quote, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, but uh, is more better? Like, is it always good to go like high intensity all the time and work out seven days a week? Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think I have science to back me up on that. I mean, you know, so there, there are conventional gyms, I won't name names, who basically the goal of those gyms is for you to do high intensity interval training seven days a week and be in, you know, a certain zone of your um, heart rate. And what those what I've seen in the studies of those sorts of environments is that inevitably a lot of people will get hurt in those mm. sorts of gym environments and um, have some sort of neuromuscular injury and stop doing it. And eventually their body habitus, although they may see gains will kind of eke back into default switch. Um, there are other gym types that do, you know, that, that I think have a better philosophy that do weightlifting. They do, um, high intensity interval training and they do gymnastics to work on flexibility. But in a lot of, and a lot of these studies, they're very good at getting people to their aesthetic goals as well, but also inevitably after in a training period of about six months or so, those people will get hurt in some fashion. And then Jackie P there comes you know, general data on things like Tabata's, like by Dr. Tabata, who was mm -hmm. actually a trainer for Olympic athletes in skating and created the Tabata method where you're doing activity in high intensity and then taking small breaks. So say 20 seconds of activity, 10 seconds off. And in his studies and in a lot of the high intensity interval studies, they show benefit but they show benefit of doses of upwards of 30 minutes a week of high intensity oh. interval training. And so if you're subscribing to one of these gym philosophies where you're doing an hour, five to seven days a week, that is overtraining. And eventually you're going to exhaust your stores. You're not going to go, or you're going to get hurt. And then you're going to go back to default switch. So I think that, you know, and I was working with a client recently who was in the military and she's a total badass and, but she hadn't trained for a while and it's, and so she's getting back into it and came to me because she wasn't recovering well, because she was trying to do what 20 year old military mm -hmm. her was doing. And I think the concept of scaling is important, Jackie P. Uh, you know, are, are you familiar with that concept where you kind of like take a percentage of your best self and, and use that as a, as a way to dial ratchet it up over time. I, I didn't know it's called scaling, but that is, I've done that in the past. If I've taken a, yeah a little bit of a break from, you know, working out, I usually, I, I just say, I'm like waking my body up, right? I've been on the couch yeah. for a couple of weeks. Let me, I'm not going to come in and, you know, try to max out, uh, but is that, is that what you mean? Like just kind of yes. small stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, like in functional medicine, we, we meet patients where they're at and you have to meet your body where it's at too. So if you've been sitting on the couch and not doing anything for months, 
you can't expect to go and and hit 100% of your your max on day 1 right that's not fair to ask your body to do that so you need to scale your exercises appropriately to kind of meet where your body is at at that stage in your life otherwise you're going to get upset or you're going to get hurt or you're going to be so tired that you're not going to be able to go consistently to be able to form a habit that you can sustain so we're all about sustainable habits here. Yeah, you sustainability. Know? Yeah, long, long term, over the long term. Yeah. You know, I agree. Yep. And uh, you know, that's that's one thing too. I used to do. I used to compare myself to my, you know, twenty year old self or twenty four year old self, and be like, oh, I could come in here, throw weights around all day, go play racquetball for an hour, ride my bike home three miles, yeah. and like just and just still be chilling, you know, and. I'm not my 20 year old self, right? I'm my very yeah, 35 year old yeah. self. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes that acceptance <laughs> is very important. Um, yes. uh, but, you know, I think you're right, folks. If you're out there, you should meet you where you are. What's going on, Maximal Beings? It's Doc Mock here. Many of you are returning to the gym now, but some are not going back. Regardless of what you plan, Rogue has got the right gear to fit your needs. I personally own a barbell set and love it. The black ops shorts are sweat resistant and flexible for getting deep in your squats. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com rogue for our referral link. Order three items and they ship for free. And as usual, it's Doc Mock and I'm here to maximize your pathway to wellness. If you're stuck at home and cannot make it to the grocery store, delivery may be the best way to stay clean and healthy. Instacart is the national leader in the direct-to-home delivery service. With numerous major chains and food from smaller stores, you can get those local veggies sent directly to your doorstep. Head on over to MaximalBean.com slash Instacart and maximize your nutrition today. But, you know, yeah. I was just thinking, and I'm going to take this quick segue because I think we might be running out of time, Doc Ma. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, You know, think so. we've never asked each other the three questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I think I want to ask you your three questions. Oh, okay. And I might have some other rapid five questions because I have random questions too, that always spring up. But I mean, I think we all know the answer if you've listened to at least one or two episodes, but what is your favorite exercise? Yeah, I like compound movements. So I think my favorite exercise of all time is the clean and jerk. Mm -hmm. You're moving a barbell from the ground to overhead and doing it quickly. So it's cardio. It works almost every muscle in the body. Um, it's a fantastic workout. I, I find that my heart rate goes up highest when I do compound lifting movements. But again, I got that amp K thing going on. So, yeah. I about yeah. to say that, that, and that, that might be why you like it so much. It's just like your yeah. body's like, this is what I need. Give me more yeah. of it. You can know, I get I, my, can I get my book? Let me, let me get it. Yes. Go get your book. When we're, let me get the book. I'm gonna get your book. Go get your book, yeah. Doc Mock. And I'm gonna keep the folks nice and distracted by talking long and <laughs> stretching out my words. There he is. Yeah. Doc Mock is back. I did I'm back. <laughs> yeah. So my, uh, the next question is what's your, your favorite health book? What is your favorite I, health book and why? Oh, I think we're losing. Uh, There's like a you can't really heart. see it. Ooh, I like Beyond, Beyond Training by Ben Greenfield. Um, this is look at how thick 
Yeah. That book That's a hearty is. book. I mean, uh, Ben Greenfield is, is a leader in the podcast world. He's a functional medicine person. He has a master's in biochemistry. He's exceptionally smart. Um, he, he's a biohacker. So he does a lot of self, um, experimentation, which I think is interesting. And this book is just a really good overview of almost every, every organ system and everything wellness that you could want to do. I, I think it's a great reference. Um, I think, you know, if I had to, to critique it, he doesn't always define what data he cites in is an animal study and is a human study. So, you know, for the listeners out there just scrutinize those data before implementing everything. But, but I think it's a really just good place to get a, a great base for your wellness journey. Nice. That's a good book. And no, I don't think anyone has mentioned that on our, any of our episodes, if I recall, That's actually, right. Speaking of, this is a very random question, but I guess we're in the question round if I can ask it. And I don't want to ruin the magic, but do you remember like what you spoke about in each episode for the most part? Or do you like have reference points? Like, how do you keep track I, of that? Yeah, I have a pretty good remembrance of a lot of the things that we've talked about over the over the years. And I I don't think that we've doubled up on a lot of topics, really. Like maybe we maybe we yeah, like sleep, we've talked on a couple of times um, because how important is sleep, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Omega threes have come up a number omega of threes. times, but it's just because it. But I mean, omega three is a hero. Like it comes up in yeah. every conversation. In like, it doesn't matter what we're talking it about. Does everything. <laughs> it does everything. Like I yeah. know we like to say there's no such thing as a like a like a magic bullet, but omega three is pretty close. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? exactly. It's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, um, every every person should should be on them. I think yeah, in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay. Do you re- um, do you remember? Do you remember most of the podcast? No, Doc Mock. I am a dog with a ball. I remember. <laughs> what, <laughs> I remember what we're talking about today. My wife might ask me how's the podcast. I might give her some highlights because she doesn't listen. So <laughs> uh, I, I say that freely because I know she's not gonna hear it. Uh, but yeah. then I complain to her. I'm like, hey, if you just listen, because there's some good stuff on here. Uh, right. I lied. She actually has been starting to listen. Uh, she's like way back, like early, early episode that she listens to while she's running errands. But uh, nice. no, like I remember the conversations and the people. But like you sometimes you're like, oh, if you listen to episode 12, we talked about this. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is there like an index card in front of you or something? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> It just I just remember I'm, I'm just, lucky. I'm, it's just that I'm big old brain of yours. That's why. That's Thanks. all it is. Thanks, mom and dad. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, great. I got a quick question. Um, yeah. Because I saw this today as well at the gym. So I saw someone with, uh, they were doing deadlifts and they had a brace, a back brace. Now, I didn't think anything of it. I think, you know, if you need a brace for whatever reason, but from what I can see, it looked like this particular person may have been lifting up out of his lifting range. Okay. And um, I always remember I subscribed to this myth, and I don't even know what I think about it anymore, but I always felt like the, the, do braces help or hurt? Do they become a crutch? What are your thoughts? And I don't even know if there's sure. any science on this. Yeah, there is. Um, I don't think, I think it actually increases your athletic performance is the research that I have read. 
email us at team at maximalbeing.com if any of you out there know anything yeah. different than that. But in working with a, a coach and perfecting my Olympic lifts, we talked about that. And I've done some research myself, and I think it actually will increase your ability to output, you know, strength power. Gotcha. You know, is a deadlift the best way to implement that device? I don't think so. I think that in doing compound lifting or really like a squat is a great way to implement it because in that particular lift, you're utilizing your core muscles. You're bracing your core muscles as a way of stabilizing the weight on top of your shoulders. And so the Valsalva maneuver, which is when you are inhaling and exhaling and can actually use that as a, a source of power becomes more important. With a deadlift, the way that you get the weight lifted is, to, I think, twofold in the mechanics. And again, in working with the coach, number one is keeping the weight close, closest to your body as possible. So when I'm deadlifting, I'm actually dragging the weight over my shins, over my knees and up to my thighs. Actually, the further out the, the weight goes, and there's actually a formula for it based on physics, the, more, the heavier the weight feels to your body by about 15 pounds per, I think, centimeter outwards that it goes. So oh, wow. keeping it close is important. And then the hinge is important. That's that movement where you're extending with your back from a kind of a bent over standpoint with your um, legs already engaged, that hinge is what allows you to engage your core muscles, which there are more of, right, than your arms to lift that weight. So the hinge is really, really important. That's, that's good to know, because I'll tell you something, I've been doing deadlifts since Bob, who was on an episode, I don't remember which one, Yeah, introduced yeah. him to me many Number moons four, ago. Maybe? Episode four, yeah. maybe? Yeah. And, uh, about I the always, dirty, dirty gyms. Yeah. Dirty gyms. Yes. I yeah. do remember that. Good episode. Uh, yeah. But uh, because that of was my your time, first appearance, right? No, mine's was, uh, I think I was the next episode I had an appearance. I was, because I listened to that one and I was like, oh man, Bob did really great. And I was like, ah, yeah. this is a tough act to follow. <laughs> uh, because Bob is great. That's why. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, I honestly, at least once a month, look up. A tutorial for deadlift form because I'm yeah. six six, my arms are long, and it's just yep. always. So I've been looking at things to substitute that because um, yeah. now I'm in back to changing philosophies. Now I like slow, like slow movements. Like if I'm benching, I'll bench maybe eighty percent, seventy five percent, but just yep. slow and controlled. Yeah, uh, because you know I, I feel the burn better, and I you know I I like that because yeah. the ego's gone i don't need to lift up you know two three plates and bench my max i don't need that stuff anymore yes. i'm just trying to you know keep keep off keep off the uh the cobwebs off the and body I, I, I like too jackie p like you can also add on things like bands onto your exercise mm. which adds so much resistance i mean you'll feel like a total weakling in terms yep. of your rpe like you won't be able to to lift as much, but you're getting sustained muscle contraction. So your muscles mm. are contracting on the upward part of the bench and the downward part of the bench yep. with, with bands. Yeah, mix it up, mix it up, you know, mix it up. Yeah. Uh, what is the craziest diet you've heard of, Doc Mock? We've been on. I mean, I know about that 1,200 calorie deficit that we've discussed. I mean, you could bring that up. <laughs> but what, what yeah. else you got? Yeah. So 
I think um, the craziest diets that I've heard on, I think the HCG diet may be the craziest one where you're injecting yourself with HCG to stimulate some sort of fat burning pathway. Oh boy. For the listeners out there, HCG is what is made by the placenta to support life of a fetus. And for those of you that have pregnant people out there in your lives, HCG is also what makes that person nauseated and vomits like the morning sickness component. And so it's my assumption um, with this diet, I've never tried it. And, but talking to our guests before that, you know, vomiting and some um, very unhealthy habits probably also come along with that particular diet. So I think that is the weirdest one that I've ever heard of. I think in terms of things that I've done that have worked the least for me, I was vegan for two years. Mm. It was awful. Um, I think if philosophies aside, you know, I, I, I care for our animals, I care for our planet, but when you're vegan, right? So I, I definitely in, in retrospect was lacking some sort of essential amino acid and my muscles just always were achy and yeah. just hurt. But you also reach for, you know, you're eating a lot of vegetables, but then you're also eating all these Franken food pieces of garbage, right? You're you're Mm -hmm. eating fake cheese and you're eating fake chicken nuggets and all this this stuff is just made of chemicals and biochemistry. And so you're putting all of that in your body. And so I think it's better to just eat real food. And that's what I ultimately settled on, Jackie. Paleo, keto, vegan, and carnivore. Maybe you've tried them all, but did you have success? Are you still doing that diet? Turns out there's not just one diet right for one particular person. By understanding how your body works and the relationship behind your body's workings and these diets, you can then approach the perfect plan for you. In the Perfect Human Diet course, we talk to you about your body's inner workings and the pros and cons of each plan. We discuss how our ancestors ate and have eaten and lay a framework to tailoring a plan that is perfect for you. To learn more about the Perfect Human Diet course, head to MaximalBeing.com courses to find out more. And as always, I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your health. You cannot supplement your way to health, but there are things that we need to add to our lives that can maximize our pathway to wellness. The American diet is virtually devoid of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a major role in cardiovascular disease, gut permeability, and mental health. Personally, I take omega-3s every night and iHerb is the best place for clean, natural sources of supplements. I love the ZenWise Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement, which is free of fish burps and good for the environment. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash iHerb, that's I-H-E-R-B, ERB and enter the code B as in boy, D as in dog, B as in boy, 5528 and receive 10% off your orders for all supplements. Maximize your supplements with iHerb. And, and that brings back to another myth because we are talking about spooky myths. And, and I still, I don't hear about it much today, but I remember it was very strong that like, just because it was vegan, it was healthy, right? Like, it was <laughs> right. a huge, just because yeah. it's vegan, it's healthy. You have a raw vegetable diet you're healthy you're gonna do it just you know and i couldn't disagree more i love you know i'm caribbean i love pork i love beef i love chicken i mean i don't want to offend anyone but 
if it was legal to eat like a giraffe, I probably wouldn't try a giraffe. I mean, just, <laughs> just for curiosity, giraffes are yeah. awesome, majestic creatures, but yeah. I, I am a carnivorous person. And I just remember there are many folks that like, oh yeah, I'm vegan and I'm already losing weight and all this stuff. I'm like, you know, maybe it was because when you have chicken, you're having fried chicken with sauce, like yeah. all sorts of sauces on it. Right. Like chicken right. isn't the, the bad guy. It's how you're preparing your chicken, you know? Um, yes. So that's another myth I like to point out. Another myth yeah. too, speaking of working out, this popped into my head. I read an article uh, that they looked at Olympic athletes and high performing athletes, and they were at their highest intensity about 4% of the time during their training. So that's another thing for, uh, you well, know, right. the, the gym hardos out there, right? If Olympic athletes who are training, yes. right, right, <laughs> to compete with the best other best athletes on the planet are only pushing yeah. it four percent of the time, perhaps they might yep. be onto something. Yeah, scale uh, your exercises, people. Scale, just, folks. Just start scale. slow, celebrate the wins, yeah. and exactly. then add an extra plate. Yeah, and if it's a carrot, eat a carrot. And if it's a I, carrot. Eat a carrot. I say that, you know, speaking of health books, I'm a little bit embarrassed. I don't read a lot of health books. Uh, I don't have a favorite one, but my favorite thing in my head is I, I would be at dinner and I feel like, you know what? I haven't really been eating great lately. Let me get something that's on a healthier side, right? Lighter side if I'm out to eat. And in my brain, I swear, I hear Doc Mock say, if it's a carrot, eat a carrot. <laughs> and I'll just like look for a dish that has some protein yeah. and vegetables in a grain. And exactly. that's it, right? Like I don't Simple. say, oh, I've got to have a salad, right? Because sometimes a salad is the worst thing on the menu. Sometimes and the salad is really boring too. Yeah. Right? Also true, right? You're out to dinner, right? Yeah. So uh I would say that's my favorite health book, right? <laughs> yeah. The the <laughs> less than 10 word book that Dr. Mark, <laughs> it's a carrot, kid. eat a carrot. I guess that's what what's your word. what's your favorite exercise, Jackie P? So, so my favorite exercise, actually, I have two, but for different reasons. My yeah. first favorite exercise is uh, I have, I think it was from P90X. Do you remember the old p 9 So there's a P90X. core workout. There was a yeah. core workout that's, I think it's eight to 10 minutes. I have it saved. Super band banana? I don't remember. Like, this is like, <laughs> it's like a MOV file. Like, my yeah. friend ripped it off a CD. And yeah. it is my favorite workout because to this day, I cannot, I mean, I cannot get through the entire workout and do every exercise. He does, Yeah, I think it was like eight or nine different core works out and it adds up to like a thousand reps or something, but just like a very good, intense wow. 10 minute workout. And I mean, I love it. I don't know. Like it just really, it's really like a good sweat. Um, and in my other favorite exercise is very basic of me is i really like a good bench press nice i don't know why like i just like i do dumbbells and i uh this is something i learned from uh uh oh graham actually uh our yeah. graham is have dumbbells keep one dumbbell up and just do three on the left arm keep the left arm up and do three on the right arm nice. and uh my OCD, it helps because I feel like I'm being sym symmetrical. <laughs> I don't want, you know, so, <laughs> so those are my two favorite exercises uh, in, in, in the realm. So. I feel like when you're benching, you feel like you're winning. Yes. You know, you just feel like yeah. you've accomplished something, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it, it's always like when I don't feel like going to the gym, even if I'm doing any other body part, 
I will do just a quick set on the bench press because it gets me into like workout mode. Like, oh yeah, that's right. You like doing this stuff. And then I'll do whatever I need to do. Love it. That's mine. What's your, what's the weirdest diet you've been on or heard of? Oh, Taco Bell diet. (laughs) (laughs) You just have diarrhea all the time. And (laughs) no, actually. So I have an iron. Speaking of microbiomes, I've got a tank doc. Uh, Yeah. I loved Taco Bell. I mean, literally for Christmas, my brother gave me a hundred dollar Taco Bell card every year <laughs> and i'd be done by like 10 february this was in college by the way right <laughs> so, yeah. uh and i remember reading and it was kind of a joke but kind of serious and they're like oh like a taco bell diet you could use a taco bell diet eat nothing but taco bell and just like not put sour cream on everything and as you basically have your meat your lettuce and i don't know if it worked or not i was also 20 so the the metabolism was a different place, you know, and I, <laughs> yeah. I played racquetball every day for like three hours. So yeah. it, it definitely probably wasn't a good test, but that was the strangest diet. And I'll be honest with you. I loved every minute because I love Taco Bell. I still do love Taco <laughs> Bell. Actually, I just I, don't have it much. All, all the fire sauce just move things through at such a oh, pace yeah. that you oh, couldn't yeah. digest. Yeah. I've never anything. been more regular in my life, doc, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I won't lie. I used to be able to polish off an entire grande meal Oof, by myself. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 120 pound Doc Mock used wow. to be able to do it. Yeah, no it's, more, no more. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it is for me, it's still a guilty meal. I'll go see Bob again, go check out episode four. And yep. there's, there's a Taco Bell on the way. And if, if I'm feeling, you know, dangerous, I might stop <laughs> and get like, Something safe. I don't get any of these crazy burritos with the stuff in it, but like Doritos on it. Yeah. 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 That's too much. But like sometimes I just get like a really basic, you know, like steak taco or they have these spicy potato tacos. Yep. And they, they're pretty good. My wife is passes, uh, of course, as I should probably too, but you know, I'm, I'm nostalgic, you know, so. We're about to have Mexican food right now. I mean, but it's home, homemade and home grilled and all that. Oh, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of these foods that we, that we eat that are fast food, if they're made at home, can be very nutritiously sound. You know? Yep. So a lot of my a lot of my patients, it's like, wait, you're telling me to eat a salad for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I'm like, no, I'm telling you not to eat a salad. I'm mm-hmm. telling you to eat all the bajillion other vegetables that exist to give your microbiome some diversity. Because mm-hmm. diversity in all forms of life yes. is good. Diversity slaps, folks. As yeah. the young kids say, diversity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Doc Mock, as I look at the time, it saddens me. You know, all great things can't last I forever. Because I think we might be out of time. I know. This went fast. Like, it did go fast. I thought this was going to be a very quick one. And we went the full hour, maybe more. I know. Yeah, this is definitely a two-parter, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. For sure. Definitely for a two-parter. Sure, yeah. But when yeah, you get the two of us in a virtual yeah. room, we're that's just what we just we just like to chat, you know. We're chatty, chatty, you know. Just like to gab, sip some tea, mm-hmm. you know. Talk about up. some Taco Bell, you know. Talk about Taco of, Bell. A little bit of fake news out there. Mm-hmm. Fake news, yeah, guys. Listen, it's, check, your uh, check your sources. That's it. Mind your sources, right? Yeah. Like, see who if there's a study, see who's funding the study. That's like a good mm-hmm. first step. Right. If yes. there's a study that says, "Oh, chocolate's good for you," check who's funding that study. It might be <laughs> yeah, someone who benefits company. from selling chocolate. <laughs> yeah, Just saying. 
It's happened. <laughs> it's happened before. It'll happen again. So, uh, yeah. but you know, Doc Mock can do that thing you do and take us out. Yeah. For those of you that haven't done so already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment. It helps us to get the word out. You can send us a question at team at maximalbeing.com. I hope you all have a spooky and safe and healthy Halloween. I got to say, Jackie P, I have been meeting with a lot of clients one-on-one recently. People are paying a little bit of a premium, but you know they want to they want to hear what Maximal Being has to to do for them and and their wellness journey. So, Jackie P, it's a pleasure. I, I appreciate your knowledge and and he's not going to say it, ladies and gentlemen, but this man is rising into the top of financial Uh-oh. people in this world. He's gonna, about to present at a conference, and um, he has a lot of amazing things to say. So. You know, shoot us an email if you want to reach out to him about that. Doc Maki, spoil me. Thank you for your kind yeah. words. I am just happy so to I, see your face. That's all it is. No. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's a pleasure, buddy. Uh, so I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here with Jackie P, and we are here to maximize your health. What's going on, Maximal Beings? Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know. That way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.